This is the Voice of the Arts podcast from WQED 89.3. I am Emily Bruner, and today we have from Butler County Symphony Orchestra, uh, conductor Matthew Kramer and Broadway star Hugh Panarell. Welcome, Matthew and Hugh. Thank you. Great to see you, Emily. Thank you. Mm-hmm. No problem. So Butler County Symphony Orchestra will be hosting Broadway uh, Bravo Broadway concert with Hugh and uh, another headliner, Scarlett Strahlin. Um, and how did this collaboration come to be? How did this all start? Well, Hugh, I, I'll, I'll let you start. You're really at uh, this, the center of this program in the Broadway world in particular. I'll just say that uh, I'm delighted to be working with two phenomenal stars of the Broadway stage and a show that's packaged to delight uh, any taste, whether it's the golden age or modern classics. Uh, we're thrilled to have Hugh. I'll let you take it from there, Hugh. Well, thank you, Maestro. I've, I'll call you Matthew now. I've gotten I'll, you're you're going to be Maestro on stage, but I'll call you Matthew today. What's really wild, I think, a lot of people don't realize how these things do come together, um, which to me is the most magical uh, part. You know, Matthew and my Scarlett Strallen, who you mentioned, who's a magnificent performer and a wonderful friend. You know, we all get together, and we've all been sent the same little pieces of paper with all the squiggly little figures and notes on it. And all of a sudden you're in a, in a rehearsal with all these magnificent musicians for the very first time. And somehow it all comes together and you, you come out with this magnificent uh, product that we all get to be a part of. And I think to me, that's the beauty of live music and what we, what we do um, you get to meet people and come together in this similar spoken language, if you will, uh, and uh, make magic. So I'm I'm incredibly excited. I never take it for granted. Uh, it's always a a gift and a joy. You know, I'm literally meeting our maestro virtually for the first time, and and then you know we all get into a room, and that's where the music the the magic happens. That's awesome. Very spontaneous then. Very, very collaborative, but in a spontaneous way. Completely collaborative. And and, and again, you know, unlike what we're doing now, uh, it's live, live music. I mean, for I think so many musicians and artists uh, coming out of a period where we were just, you know, kind of stuck with Zoom, if you will, and uh, virtual galas and whatnot. So to, to, to be back in a, in a beautiful theater with live breathing musicians, and uh, it's, 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 again, not to be taken for granted. And Emily, I would add to that, you know, although Hugh and I are just now meeting and working together for the very first time, we all know how small the musical world is, really one degree of separation. I'm sure we could go down the list of mutual friends and colleagues uh, that we know and we have worked together. So as you said so eloquently, we get together and within a matter of seconds, it feels like we've been working together for a very long time. And repertoire, again, which stretches for decades uh, in the history of Broadway music. So I, I'm really thrilled with the design of this program uh, that we get pieces that are, are, are very popular uh, with our audience, but also very personal for someone like you who sung Phantom of the Broadway for decades now and knows this repertoire better than anybody that we could possibly bring in. So this is a brilliant way to open our new concert season, I think, with a tribute to the great Broadway legacy that we have and, and phenomenal talent as well. 
Yes, and for sure. closing. I know. I was going to get to that. I was like, oh, Phantom is closing. <laughs> no, no, no. Phantom is closing, Hugh. Oh, my God. Well, no, what but, but Matthew, Matthew just brought that up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. And I, that's real. I'm realizing for the Butler, you know, audiences, for those people that may not be able to get, you know, in under the wire, so to speak, to, to catch it, uh, we will all be giving them, you know, a taste of it at least, right? right <laughs> a little snippet before it's gone forever <laughs> uh, yep um so matthew and Hugh, could you tell us a little bit about yourselves how you guys started um in the world of music well sure i, I i'm from a small town in indiana violin lessons started very early which led to opportunities college and and uh, uh post uh, college and you know if somehow found myself into the conducting world where one opportunity opens the next door um, but I've been specifically with the Butler County Symphony now for, this is my 11th season. And I'm very proud of the incredible work we've done uh, in Butler with an orchestra that's quickly approaching its 75th anniversary for an orchestra, you know, in a small community, uh, our musicians play at an incredible level. And which is something we're very proud of that we're able to change gear so quickly from Broadway to Beethoven to Brahms to uh, you know, you name it, uh, every season we're able to offer a great deal to our community. But I also uh, conduct two other ensembles. I live in Indianapolis now, conduct the Indianapolis Chamber Orchestra, uh, as well as an uh, organization called Orchestra Indiana, which performs uh, in the northern portion of Indiana. Um, so, you know, Hugh can attest to this, uh, as we, if we haven't already, that when you work in this business, you know, you really get to travel, meet some terrific musicians and wonderful people. And I've been very grateful that I've been able to do that in my life. Amazing, amazing. And Hugh, how'd you start out? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna tag team with uh, our maestro. I, it's true, you get to travel and you know connect with musicians and artists all over the world, and um, it's it's quite joyful, really. I music has been a part of my life since I think I could walk. I actually <laughs> I started out as a pianist when I was really little playing by ear, uh, something I think I picked up from my, my grandma. And um, when I think mom and dad realized that I was musically inclined, they, they got me uh, not piano lessons, ironically, they got me organ lessons only because a friend of my mom uh, knew someone that gave organ lessons. And uh, that kind of was a natural segue. So I actually started my musical career as a church organist. Um, and I would uh, play five masses every Sunday at our local church. And um, I think I started when I was in, oh gosh, uh, how old are you when you're in fifth grade? I don't even know, how, whatever that Ten. was. My son's in fifth grade. Oh, really? <laughs> how old is that? Ten. Ten, okay, yeah. So I, that's when I started. Yeah. And, you know, for a 10 year old to be, I, I think I got $5 a, a mass. So I thought I was rich, you know, after a, a, day, a Sunday at church, I was, I was loaded. And, um, and my mom was an opera singer. And I would actually, um, we would do gigs together, weddings and funerals, and I would play the organ and she would sing. And then around, when I was around 12, I um, they took me to see my very first um, Broadway show and 
got bitten by the bug and I started singing. So then we went from, uh, you know, my mom singing, I would sing harmony or we would do Panis Angelicus and I would do the, you know, the response. And anyhow, uh, music's been part of my life um, since I was a little guy and I started performing. They got me a voice teacher when I was 12, when they discovered that I like to sing and uh, mostly to get me through the voice change. And um, my voice teacher took me to my very first audition for The Sound of Music. And I've been doing eight shows a week ever since. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's amazing. Um, I actually just spoke with an organist last week. Um, and so and she's based in Pittsburgh and it was very interesting. Um, just it's, her it's, it was interesting. And the, the only weird thing now is I don't have, I don't own an organ. I have a piano at my house and, uh, but it's still funny because when I sit down to play the piano, Matthew will understand my feet still want to pedal. <laughs> but there are no pedals <laughs> yep yep that's what the middle pedal for is right <laughs> um awesome okay uh matthew how do you how do you manage all of those different orchestras i mean you're working with three different ones at this point how how do you do it all the calendar uh as Hugh knows very well is a very important uh thing in your life that you have to book you know a minimum of a year in advance if not more to make sure that the orchestra schedules don't uh overlap too terribly much um and then you know there's always room in the calendar for, for guest conducting as it was doing last week in different places but you know really we live in such a, a wonderful era now working in an art form that is a little antiquated in the sense that we're performing you know music that's been around uh for for, for a very long time in addition to new music but we take advantage of that technology technology like Zoom, uh, email, of course, that a lot of communication can be done, you know, from a distance that I don't physically have to be in the city where I might be working until the concert week. Um, so a lot of things can be taken care of at an administrative end. Um, but the, the calendar is really the, the big thing. And what I find is also working with so many different orchestras is that it's mutually beneficial. I take uh, programs, I take fundraising philosophies, uh, I take, uh, you know, successes that I've had in one place, move them to another orchestra and vice versa. Uh, we can build programs and it's cost effective in order to share them. For example, next month, the Butler County Symphony is performing a work that I commissioned in Indianapolis. It'll be the second performance of it, but the Butler Symphony is not responsible then for a hefty commissioning fee. We're still part of new music, but we're able to work with composers and able to, I think, really make an impact. Uh, in a way that is, again, sharing ideas, sharing resources uh, across different groups. So, um, you know, I just I have a, a strong work ethic. I like to, you know, make music uh, with with wonderful people. And I'm fortunate to be able to do that in several different places. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm sure the Internet world right now is very it's easier to do um, than if it was a couple of years ago, for sure. Um, ooh, is that me? I hope it's not me. Uh, <laughs> um, and, and Hugh, you said that just, you know, this week you've been in all over the place. I mean, how, how is that going? Your calendar is your, is your friends at this point, right? I'm, I'm laughing because I, as before we started on the air, I, I, I told you, I am very tech challenged. And here is, this is, I still use a paper calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I've got one too, Hugh. I love that. <laughs> I really do. I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe it's an artist thing where I just like to see it and write it and I'll remember it. It's interesting. Uh, 
how the, the, the brain works because, you know, for me still, because I think of my origins, when I learn music, I have to, if I get it in my fingers first, it goes into my brain as opposed to just listening, if that makes any sense. And, um, you know, I, I, I'm backtracking. One of the things that I always find remarkable is what Matthew was saying. These musicians, not only, they, they go from every style so, and it, it blows my mind. We get there and they play this Broadway music magnificently. And then like the night before, like they've been playing Beethoven or Mozart. It, it's very, um, I don't think audiences realize how talented and how versatile um, these players are. And literally one night, you know, you're John Williams and the next minute, you know, you're Stravinsky. So it's, it's quite, quite something. Um, yes, I, yes, I've been busy, and and like Matthew, I'm I, I love to work, I'm, and I'm <laughs> very grateful. I, I would I'm far more happy when I'm I'm busy and flying and working and singing than than you know sitting in my living room eating Ben and Jerry's during COVID. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say during COVID that must have been hard to not be able to do much except this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had some, I don't know about Matthew, I had some very strange hobbies. I was brewing homemade kombucha in the basement <laughs> and, and my inner 12 year old was completely alive because I was also growing with grow lights in uh, the basement, carnivorous plants. I know. Very strange. I'm sorry. Like, it sounds like another Broadway show. <laughs> I, yeah, and well, Actually, I don't want to give any too much away, but we might be doing something from Little Shop. Oh, yeah. very good. Oh, that's exciting. <laughs> How's that for a segue? <laughs> there you go. That's a good plot. <laughs> um, and I'd be remiss if we wouldn't talk about our third member of this uh, delightful trio, uh, Scarlett Strahlin. Um, Hugh, you know her, of course, right? I love Scarlett. Um, Scarlett and I have been friends for quite a while. Um, but uh, we were doing a lot of concerts together when she was pregnant with her first child. So um, uh, symphony orchestras were getting three performers for the price of two. <laughs> and um, what was really, again, I'm gonna geek out a little bit with the power of music. Um, there was an encore that we did and the whole time, Scarlett was pregnant. There was one line um, that was appropriate. I would always sing it to her big belly <laughs> in her ga- in her beautiful gown with this basketball inside. And um, I would sing this one line every night as a kind of as, as a tongue in cheek joke. And um, when her daughter was born, the first time I met her in person, I sang the exact eight bars that I was singing to her while she was, uh, while Scarlett was pregnant. And it was so magical. Um, Winnie reached out and she locked eyes with me and she held onto my beard and not, she didn't hold, it was firm, but, but definitely holding on, looking into my eyes like, oh, you're that guy. It was this instant connection of knowing my voice and just the idea of the vibration and the music, hearing that in the womb and how the connection just through music was there. 
it blew my mind. So I, I, again, I don't think we ever can underestimate the power of vibration and, and what, what it does to us as human beings. Yes, for sure. That is a very powerful story about that. Wow. Um, and you two are performing next after the Butler Symphony at the Cape Symphony, right? Uh, yeah, correct. Well, you know my schedule better than <laughs> I do. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be fun. Um, do you guys yeah. do a lot of these together? You do a lot of like uh, symphony orchestras together? Um, we have, but you know, there are many different programs. And over the years, it's really luck of the draw that Scarlett and I have been um Put together so many times. Sometimes there are trios, sometimes there are quartets, um, but on a duo uh, concert, I always am very grateful to sing with Scarlett. As you will, the Butler uh, audiences will discover, she can kind of sing anything. Uh, you know, she can sing Phantom of the Opera with the high E's that wow. fall out of her like butter. And, um, and then, you know, conversely sing a belt song uh, like Little Shop of Horrors and, and do justice to all different kinds of music and then turn around and do her star turn in Mary Poppins. And where you, you know, she played, I saw Scarlett play the title role in Mary Poppins in the, U, in, uh, in the West End in London. And that was the first time I actually met her. Um, I was... Uh, I'm going to drop a name. We were touring Europe with Barbara Streisand and we all went to see Mary Poppins in London and we got to go backstage and meet Scarlett. And, you know, she has that little, that little dark Julie Andrews wig with all the, 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 the little, what do they call finger curls, pin uh, finger waves. And uh, here we are in her dressing room is my favorite story to tell about her. And that the wig lady was taking off her little tiny Mary Poppins dark wig and out of this wig fell tons and I mean tons of blonde curls it was like a clown car the curls kept coming and coming <laughs> and that was the first time I met her and she was so gracious to host us in her dressing room after the show after a beautiful performance and um to have this friendship that has lasted that was 2007 I guess or six and so here we are all these years later and we get to team up with Matthew and all these magnificent musicians and bring music, you know, to Butler. So it's again, it's going to be awfully fun. <laughs> yes, it will. Yes, it will. And Bravo Broadway is the kickoff for the symphony's upcoming season. What else is going to be going on for this? Uh, I mentioned that we have a Beethoven Sixth Symphony, a program dedicated to nature, as well as the Von Williams beautiful, very pastoral uh, concerto for oboe and strings with our own principal, uh, Hilary Phillip, that'll be in November. We have a traditional holiday pops program uh, in December. We come back in February, in February, March, with some really some terrific symphonic literature, including uh, Rachmaninoff's Symphonic Dances, Shostakovich's First Cello Concerto, uh, Carl Nielsen's Fourth Symphony, before we close the season in April with a tribute to the golden age of Hollywood film composers, composers like Korngold, Waxman, Rocha, movies like Ben-Hur, Gone with the Wind, you know, all of these Academy Award-winning film scores by classical composers who've realized that they could make up, you know, a lot of money composing for this field of, of Hollywood film music. So whether it's Broadway, film music, Rachmaninoff, Nielsen, or Beethoven, 
you know, we were really trying to cover all of our bases with the six concerts of the Butler County Symphony season. That's amazing. That's amazing. And covering a wide range of music. So there's something for everyone. <laughs> yeah, I want to come. I want to, I want to come. I, I'm, I'm a huge fun Williams uh, fan. I, uh, on Winlock Edge was part of my senior recital in college. And I've, I've fallen, I fell in love with uh, the, his music. So it sounds like a gorgeous, gorgeous program. Wow. Absolutely. Very, very lucky, Butler people. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know the 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 um the actual what you guys are performing this uh, Saturday is kind of under wraps. But can you have anything you can share about what we're going to be hearing? It's, it's, I don't think it's, it's under. Well, we don't want to give everything away. But we, <laughs> we can share that. I, I think what um the maestro was saying. It, it is. I think it's a diverse program. Um, but also I feel like it's very accessible and I think people will enjoy hearing things that they know from, you know, what I call those things that are in our DNA from our childhood or, but there's also, you know, some modern things. It's, 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 I think, I think um, it's a very nice program in that we cover many eras and many styles and, um, you know, they're getting some, I'll just name some shows like Phantom, which Matthew mentioned, Les Mis, uh, Little Shop of Horrors, we talked about with My Strange Carnivorous Plant, Fascination, um, uh, Music Man, which is on Broadway right now. And uh, what else, Matthew? Gosh, I'm blanking. Hugh and Scarlett do the heavy lifting in a program like this. If you were to have four singers, you could spread around different solos in addition to the ensemble work. So really, you know, the, the weight falls on their very talented and capable shoulders. But the orchestra is also highlighted. Uh, West uh, Side Story Overture, for example. Uh -huh. Um, you know, we've got a great opener a medley by John Williams of all different show tunes that are kind of mashed together. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's I love these shows because you do get the early stages of Broadway with Cole Porter uh, and um, uh, Kiss Me Kate, you know, just go straight there through these glorious golden age orchestras that uh, Rogers Hammerstein uh, 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 that used uh, Learner Low, you know, they, they, they just amazing orchestrations to things that are more rock driven, obviously with drum kit and bass. So the musical style is not just the names of the the program, the, uh, the musicals and the song selection, but the, you know, you can actually hear the orchestra change uh, as we're kind of going from the golden era to the modern era, which I love about this. Our musicians love that challenge to be able to adapt. It's amazing. I mean, when, I mean, I'm gonna. I might give one when when, when Meister just said uh, drum. You said mention the drums. I mean, when you got to, they're gonna want to get up and dance during. We have maybe maybe something from Hairspray that rocks out, and you know, it's 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 just such a it's just such a fun thing. I think to watch the audiences. Um, I will personally, my favorite is I got to be honest, the West Side Story. Oh my gosh, it doesn't get, in my opinion, doesn't get any better than that. So when you hear a, a, an orchestra play this music, um, it just transports you, the, the burns, you know, the best. <laughs> Indeed, it transports. I'm a West Side Story junkie. <laughs> <laughs> Who isn't? Let's be honest. <laughs> um, amazing. That sounds like such a great program, um, especially for everybody in the Butler area. For sure, need to go see it. Um, is there anything else you guys would both like to talk about? 
just, uh, you know, I think it's a wonderful way for our patrons to open the new season, almost 75 years in Butler and, uh, you know, just a terrific orchestra, wonderful people. Uh, I want to thank you for making the trek over and, uh, you know, being part of this very special opening for us. Well, I'm excited. I learned, I just learned, you know, on this program that it is the actual uh, first of the season. So that's, I, I feel, I'm very honored. So thank you for having us. And I speak for Scarlett as well. Thank you for uh, trusting us to help open the season. I think we'll have a great time. We will. Amazing. Thank you so much, Hugh and Matthew, for zooming in today. And good luck with the concert this weekend. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Butler County Symphony Orchestra's Bravo Broadway concert will be held this Saturday, October 1st, from 7.30 to 9.30 p.m. The concert features popular Broadway favorites sung by Scarlett Strahlin and Hugh Panero, with the symphony conducted by Matthew Kramer. The concert will be held at Butler Intermediate High School, and you can buy tickets at butlersymphony.org. My name is Emily Bruner, and this is WQED's Voice of the Arts podcast.